We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello there. Hi. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. This is Jen. And I am Aid. <gasps> yeah, almost. Uh, yeah, kind of. Kind of. We kind of we kinda got this, this bitch. That's great. Yeah. How are you, Aid? Uh, I am... Uh, I have burned my decency for someone else's future, man. No. I burned my life to make a sunrise that I'll never see, that I'll never see. Okay, this sounds exciting. Yeah, it's just my general feeling today. I don't know where it came from or what. How are you? I am pretty good. Uh, I'm glad to be back in, uh, in in Danish territory. I spent like five days in a row, more or less, in, in Sweden. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just dirty. Yeah, first the Nordics uh, here over the weekend. And then uh, I got home Sunday night at like nine went for a run, unpacked the bag I had had with me to Nordics, packed a new bag, went to bed, got up the next morning very, very early and took a plane to Stockholm. Oh, because yeah. apparently Sweden. That's... Didn't even have time to be home. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um... But Nordics, man, wasn't it exciting? Wasn't it fun? Oh... The road trip, the beers, and we brought it. We brought so many beers because obviously you don't want to buy beer in Sweden. That's like, well, if you're out, but you yeah. want to try to go in a store, you'll just be very disappointed. Uh, but we brought so many beers that we brought some of them back. <laughs> That's a big no-no, man. You oh, should uh, not be bringing bad uh, beer back. No, but I think when we brought when we bought the beers and decided on the number, we had not expected that everybody in the car would make cut. Oh, right. Well, I mean, everybody except me because I wasn't playing, but... Um, but you yeah. have to keep sober for that, yeah. Sure. Oh, I, I no, 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 no. I was drinking my share. <laughs> kind of sober then. I mean... Kinda sober, but I mean just like a Thule recording sober, right? Yeah. Which is not that sober, really. Um. But yeah, but it was a uh, it was great fun, and um, the day one of uh, streaming didn't turn out that well, um, because uh, after having commentated for thirty minutes, I found out that uh, the mic I was speaking into didn't work. <laughs> and I was kind of confused because I could see, you know, audio bus going up and down in, in, in the streaming software. But as oh. it turned out, that was the table mic 
which was uh. then being streamed to the world, and the players hadn't been told. Um, so in subsequent rounds uh, for day one, I was just sitting there updating the overlay and then telling the players that, hey, um, your mic is on. The world knows. So uh, try to be helpful. Like Just describe like what happens. Uh, like if you draw a crit or something or oh. how many hits went through or something. And then, uh, so I actually think that the, the viewers probably had a, better idea of what was going on on that table than I did. Okay, sure. Um, but we had this very uh, expensive uh, sort of Blue Yeti fancy podcasting mic, uh, but it was just a brick. Yeah. I used it uh, on the Sunday. I used it to hold down cables, so we got some use out of it. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Um, and then Sunday, I rigged up worst the only headset i had which was like just a cheap wired headset yeah i hooked that up to my phone and then i looped in a discord to the streaming computer and then oh. i broadcast my audio through my phone through discord onto the stream and then i was able to commentate oh okay you're so gadgety no I mean, it's just like we do when we do this cast sure but yeah. Oh. oh my god. This beer is going down too fast. Yep. We're still in the intro bit and I'm almost finished. <sighs> yeah, we have similar problems. First world problems. Anyway. Anyway. So today we have um news so spoilers or reveals or whatever we call them for hotshot naces 2 we're going to talk about rebels imperial and scum who's been revealed over the the last few days uh then we're going to go through all the stuff that has been revealed so far for siege of coruscant uh there we also have points so we can sort of compare a little bit we can't say oh points dependent on that one Mm -hmm. um and then we're gonna talk a lot about nordics and uh, I'm sure that that is the entire thing that we need to talk about. So uh, yeah, so let's get on. But, with that. but first off, let's start with the Thula segment challenge. Um, yeah, you have a challenge, right? Yeah. Uh, but you there? Yeah, ish. Yeah, but but but. but oh, you? <laughs> I oh. I didn't do the challenge. I've never missed a challenge. But <laughs> you, you have now. But then again, I guess I'm the third, first one to miss a Thule segment challenge. Yes. Because we've only done two of them. <laughs> yes. Uh... But no, I and I mean, I could just quickly look up. You asked me uh, to talk about which which lots no space quick looking up stuff. were the most. And I could just like look up and tell you, oh, it was... Um, I don't know. Uh, it's totally. What do totally you th- What do you think fun. it's it's gonna be? The best large base, pound for pound. Probably uh, the Falcon. Rebel Falcon. Rebel Falcon. Or Resistance Maybe, Falcon. Uh, no, no, just no. Ray just makes the uh, Resistance Falcon good. Okay, the, I, I I don't remember the uh, the the parameters. Were they in 
since 2.5 release or i don't know what do you what do you think it'll make it more interesting i don't know Just i'm probably gonna have to separate today if, today if it were if it were since shit, if it were since 2.5 release uh i mm -hmm. think the answer would be that the best large base ship is ray the only potential competition would be Manaru. Mm. The challenge is more like chassis rather than pilots and chassis. Yeah, okay, but same result. Ship. I think you think the Rebel YT isn't better than the Resistance one? I think Rebels have had so much good stuff that the good results from Rebels have not involved a YT. Yeah, but I think it's the best. Anyway, it'll be interesting what you come up with when you take a close look at it. Yeah, and have time to actually talk about how was it in 2.0, how is it in 2.5, and why. Uh, That'll be very interesting. Uh, I'm sure I will probably have time for that in the next two weeks. So, oh. so let's not dwaddle on that. Let's instead... No, you, you, you got two weeks to bear the scarlet letter of non-compliance. Yes, and it's very Continues, sad. peasant. So speaking of two weeks, oh, yep. look at this. This is professional podcaster segue. In two weeks <laughs> and a couple of hours from now, Hotshot and Aces 2 will release. Yeah. It is literally right around the corner. That's right. So we still don't have everything, but we have everything for Rebels, Imperials, and Scums. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we looked at this before. But uh, let's just go quickly over the stuff we talked about before, obviously. Sure. So we can sort of start with Corrin Horn, yeah. uh, who has this this weird ability where you lock him early, and then when he decides to shoot at something, then the people who have locked him, his friends who have locked him, can move their lock to the thing he's shooting at. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, so that is uh, all fun and nice. Uh, I think the only little caveat there's there that we didn't talk about was that they transfer their lock, which means that they actually have to acquire it again, which I think means that they have to be within range. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay, sure. Because uh, if this gimmick is gonna like work, uh, you'd have to be in range to be able to shoot at him and use the yeah. lock anyway. So, yeah, so it's probably a non-problem. I just realized that it's probably interesting to have Hobby Clivian paired up with Corn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be. Then he can sort of focus boost and uh, get in a good position, and then move the lock over, ditch the stress. Great. Yeah. 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 Uh, but now with an even more official Corrin reveal, I hope <laughs> that the Corrin with Force discussions are finally laid to rest. Yes, there is no Force on that card. There is none. Yeah. Okay. Five, um, five points. Do we, have, we don't have points on this stuff, right? We don't. We guessed last time that Corn Horn sounds like a five-pointer. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think Rebel I5, like you can, you know how resistance you've run the four I5 sort of was a thing in 2.0. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think you're getting up there with like sort of Corrin and Luke, obviously. But yeah. then you also have Thane and you have uh, Battle of Yavin Wedge. Um, and that would get you to 21 points, which is not an interesting point to be. No. So maybe they'll have it on four, so they'll be able to feel that. I doubt it, but, you know, he's probably good at five. But maybe you can, instead of Luke, you can take the next pilot we have, which is also Psycho Taiko. Yes. Taiko Chelsu in, in an alien. Um, yeah, I mean, we covered the uh, the card, right? Yeah. Still the same. Two of your stress tokens, you can still do yeah. actions even while stressed. Yeah. He's got a bactic thrusters. If you perform an action, you perform a red boost. So Yeah. And then he can the take movie. the vectored cannons. Yep. So they're cheers to taste, I guess. Yeah. Uh, last time we called him at four points if he didn't have too much loadout and five if he had a crazy loadout. Yeah. I think that's, like... that probably still holds. I'm afraid that we will see four points with quite a lot loadout in actuality, but... Uh... I don't think we'll go with five with crazy loadout. No. That's that's way too... That's... No, that's, that's a soak of money. I mean, it ha- it would have to have a, like an extra bedroom and a couple of kitchen sinks. Yeah, and you can't fit all that in the anyway. wing. No. Yeah. Anyway, another five, another oh, I five, which could be a thing here. An X wing. West Jansen in an X wing, right. the wise cracking wingman. And uh, actually, when when Wedge took over Red Squadron. Yeah. Wes became his sort of executive officer, so second oh. in command. And Wes wasn't spoiled before. Last time we talked about his 1.0 ability, and this is basically it. So he has one charge recurring. After you perform an attack, you may spend one charge to assign the defender one jam token. After you defend, you may spend one charge to assign the attacker one jam token. So limited to one per round, but basically, if somebody, if you shoot somebody or they shoot you, you can spend a charge to give them a jam token. But it's after uh, the attack. This is a great one-on-one dogfighter. You want to have friends. No, I mean, if if you're a one-on-one, he shoots you, okay, then you jam him. He's without tokens. And you have, he has no defense against you. And if if uh, if you shoot first, then you jam him, and he doesn't have modifications. Oh yeah, that's you. true. Yeah. So so it's you know, whether he's shooting first or not, it, it always comes up, you know, money in uh, for him. Yeah. I mean, it would have been even better if it was when you are declared the attacker or when you are declared the defender. Sure. 
That would have uh, been a little bit too much. That would have been very, very good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean... Where are we at on West Jensen at five with his ability? Uh, he'd have to go five. He right? has to go, has to go five points. Yeah, with moderate load up. Will he be... I think that the question here is, will he be good enough to have a torpedo? He's probably not going to have points for torpedo at five. Okay, so we are lagging sort of five power, five points, eight to ten loadout? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, sounds good. We're making notes so we can shame ourselves later. Yeah, uh, although now they have increased the ba baseline droids. So eight to ten is like not that much anymore. Ah, it's, uh, it's only by one point. Yeah, but still, it's... You know, I mean, how many times have you put in this and that and then added a droid? Oh, look, it just fits. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now okay. it doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. Keo, another previously unspoiled A Wing. Keo Wenzi. Yes. An A Wing pilot from Squadrons. All right. That's an A Wing. Now, Force. A-Wing. Yes. Uh, what? All right, let's go through this. He's got one non-recurring force point. If you have no active force, after you reveal a bank or a turn maneuver, you may increase the difficulty of the maneuver. If you do, perform that maneuver as a side slip and recover one force. Say what? And he's eye-free. And that's a three. I think that's a with a slippery ship like that. I think I three is good, uh, especially because it's like it's a May. Yeah. So you, you can sit there and say, "Oh, am I gonna do this too hard to the left, or am I gonna take that thing and put it on my right side?" And yeah, yeah, yeah. and he does that to recover force. Yes. <laughs> and and the banks are and turns are mostly blue. Some are white, but you know. Uh so you increase the difficulty to white a lot of the time, right? That's so true. you're side slipping, getting back the force, and then doing have, taking a target lock or an evade or something. Oh, hello, 1.5 mods on a little ship with uh, missiles. Imagine if he has a force power slot. And you oh. pop, and you pop uh, what is it called? Uh, extreme maneuvers on him. That... And then you just sort of, uh, okay, so I'm going to two side slip, two hard side slips to the right. And then I'm going to do a one hard boost. <laughs> so now I spent my force so I can do this again next turn. And then I have my regular action. And I've sort of yeah. K-turned somewhere weirdly. I don't even know what that looks like. No, yeah. No, I mean, not not literally K-turning because you have to do a bank or a turn maneuver. Yeah, but, but if you're doing a turn and then yeah. and then yeah. doing a 
a one very awkward boost, positions then you are yeah. facing the exact opposite of, of where you were yeah um so four points really crazy stuff i mean i i hesitate to put an a-wing above four points yeah even with force I mean, if Ahsoka is five and Ahsoka helps other people, so she's both an A-Wing and a support Yes, ship, yes. Recurring force and more of it. I would say four and load, low, low loadout. Moderate loadout. You can't do anything with a low loadout A-Wing. What do you want to use the money for? Put on some munitions and a force talent and a talent. I think I think you can afford a talent, and that's it. Oh, that would be that would be heartbreaking. I think to have a ship like that and not being able to kit it out. Yep. But that's the price of getting it for four points. Sure. Okay. Then we have Pops Crail, Gold Five. Gold Five. Yes. Uh. The man who lost both Tyree and Dutch, and then he lost himself. Um, yes. So he was actually turned out to be previously unspoiled, but last time we had talked about his uh, his Yavin ability because we assumed that was just be what they put on the on the customized version, which was essentially like if you attack with a turret, you can reroll up to two attack dice. But no, 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 no. That's not what we get here. Instead, we get this new and spicy ability. So he's I-free, standard Y-Wing stats. And after you fully execute a white maneuver, you may choose a friendly ship at range 0 to 1. If you do, it may perform a focus action. In a faction that has a a bit of focus and linking into things, I think they're going to have to price this one out of uh, out of existence in the end. This I mean, one, this is a carbon. I know, but but think about it. I mean, first of all, it is range zero to one, and it doesn't say another friendly ship, so he can do it himself. So he can do a wide move, take a target lock, and get a focus. Yeah, sure. I mean, but he can also make his buddy in the B wing. Do a focus and then he can barrel off it and do funky shit. Or uh, the X Wings, the links, linked action, that's a focus into a boost, right? Mm, yeah, I think it is. So you can do it there too? Yeah, if their wings are already closed. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, or, or they also are I free or lower. I actually think his initiative is going to be a little bit cumbersome for getting getting it off on other people? No, I mean, lower initiative is better. Well, maybe la- maybe later in the game, but not really for the alpha, right? Because if he's the first one to move, yeah. then he's the one moving closer to the enemy, and then he's saying, oh, who wants to focus? Wait, guys, why haven't you moved yet? And he <laughs> might have nobody in range one. Eh. Mm. I don't know. No, I mean... I mean, you could do three forward. No, that's blue. Yeah. No, I don't think yeah. it is. I think three forward is white. Yeah, it's white. It's one and two. 
So three forward, you go like uh, almost a one range band in front of your X-Wings. And you may, uh, make a wedge to a bendy boost and change its direction. No, no, but free forward is... Then he has to start behind wedge. Because free yeah, forward sure. is just a half no, I mean, base more than a, than, a, than a range band. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I guess you can set it up so it hits turn two if you want to. But it might actually it. be a problem that, you know, sometimes the maneuvers you do on Y-Wings tend to maybe actually be blue by accident. And that's a little bit annoying. That it has sure. to be a white one, right? But I don't know. Uh, so before we said, with the old ability, we said four points with 10 loadout. Yeah, but this is not the old ability. <laughs> um, He's still I free. Yeah, I retract my, this is a Garvin statement, but this is like a low initiative coordinator for some ships. So situationally, it's really good. Yeah. But, but mostly it's probably going to be okay. It's sort of like, it smells a little bit like a Sorry's ability, doesn't it? Yeah, sure. Does a little bit. I mean, I think she gets stressed, but then she can also do any action, so. Yeah. Nah. I can see this be useful, in particular with, like, A-wings and, you know, things with good linked actions. Which the Rebels fairly doesn't have enough of, or just, as you said, like to give Wedge that focus and... Dutch maybe would also like to fly next to him actually. Or Garvin. Yeah, all the all the Yavin boys. They all yeah. like focuses. Oh, you even got a yeah, the the two tubes also. Oh. No, he's I2, isn't he? Uh that like I said, that that doesn't Yeah, no, no. I mean then he's moved ahead of him. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, oh right, to be able to yeah he yeah to, if you uh, could actually trigger Edrio's uh, uh, ability, yeah, he is I too I think yeah 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 I think you're right. Uh, we can find out. I think he's two. Um, Edrio, where are you? Adrio. He's a two. Yeah. So playtesting works. Fanfic. Is he a free? No, that doesn't matter. He doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't is it isn't a timing issue with him. You just have to slap a uh, perceptive co pilot on him and then you have two oh, yeah. focuses and you pass one over. And yeah. then oh both of them have focuses just because of things. Right. Sure. But I mean he was also really good with the, the old ability. But there for that you have the Battle of Yavin version, which is like an an ionizing machine. Yeah. Um Really so cool. are you still like four points with ten loadout? I think we can get this I free with a good ability for four points with ten loadout. I mean, yeah, four with a very good loadout. I if with the low loadout, I think three is okay. Maybe not. No. To support. I mean, there's actually there's a big difference. It, do you allow this guy to take a proton torpedo? 
a regular proton torpedo. Yeah. Because if you do, then it so might not. So four with, yeah, okay. Yeah. Four with a crap ton of loadout. Yeah. I think. It's still a rebel Y-wing. I'm not. I don't, I'm not sure he gets into the range where he gets to take a, a, a proton torpedo. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to Empire. The Empire. All right, we got first one up: Juno Eclipse and the Tie Advanced X One. Uh, it was previously spoiled, right? Yep. Uh, after performing an action, you may perform a red boost. So it's like uh, an A wing in disguise. Yeah, you can link anything to red boost. I five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I five. Let's just continue with the next Correct. one. Finest. Yeah, sure. We had it at. We had it at five, or six with a ton. Yeah, we said five if she had small loadout, six with a ton of loadout. Yeah. Uh, I think it's five. Yeah, it's probably five. Yeah. Six is a lot for uh, a TIE Advanced. Uh, that's like, a, that's like a, a, a Yavin Vader money. That but seem it's a, a TIE Advanced that again boost all the time <laughs> at five. That's really yeah. good. It is really good. Uh, target lock boost. Boom. Yep. Cool. Uh, cool. Next one. Yeah, you just continue. All right. Light liter Opel. Opel. Uh, it is previously unspoiled and is an Onyx leader. Yeah. Uh, it's in the solo <laughs> novelization. Wait, 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 wait. So we have. Uh, now we have a Swedish tie heavy, and now this is the German. The tie German heavy. one. Yeah, it's definitely the, oh, the German Sorry, it's not the German one. It's the German one. The German one. The German one. Okay. Who do you think will like that? The Germans? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. Flight leader Opel. After a friendly ship at range 0 to 2. Defense, if it was dealt a damage card, you may perform a bonus attack against the attacker. Okay. <laughs> Don't shoot my friends. That's a very uh, non-imperial ability. Yeah. Friendly shit. Yeah, it's like, I've got your back, bro. It's like, I'm quick draw. Oh, it also works on himself, by the way. Uh, I'm quick draw, uh, but I will also shit. shoot you if yeah. you shoot my friends. And he's got a, oh yeah, he's, he's like a really beefy quick draw because he got eight health to back it up. Oh, you, you're going to deal me a damage card and you're like right there in front of me? Would be a shame if I could just do a bonus attack with my cannons. Okay, you actually need to go... You need to get beneath the shields, but that's not a big problem in Empire since most things he doesn't have, have shields. shields. No, no, no. This, this one has eight this one doesn't. health. No shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh... I mean, yeah, if you shoot a TIE fighter or yeah. an interceptor or something else that doesn't have a shield, then... Uh, do you think uh, this uh, RB Heavy will follow suit and be ridiculously cheap? Mm, 
are they ridiculously cheap now? I think so. Uh, wait. I don't think so. I mean, nobody flies these RP things. Heavy. No, they're not ridiculously cheap in 2.5. I'm thinking... Oh, they're I'm... 5. Uh, are they both 5? Both... Uh... All of them. Litton or and Rampage. Okay. Um... I think this guy has to be five. How much loadout does the other two have? Fourteen and sixteen. So I think he, he this one will be five, but he will have less. He can't be more points and less load. Oh, maybe yeah, he can. He's... It would be same points uh, and yeah. less loadout because his ability is just better. Yeah. But Although, I mean, the Swedish Singer's ability is pretty good. Yeah. And he's a five. Yeah. All right. I mean, this is an interesting ship. This one will be able to fuck shit up because no matter what ordinance you put on it, he can shoot at it with his ability. It's a really big range bubble. Zero to two. Yeah. That is pretty substantial. I love this guy. This will bring the heavy back on the table, I hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's phenomenal. So, yeah, I think you're right. All right. Then we More got art. the stepsister. Uh, sorry, the second sister. <laughs> the manipulative monster. Uh, uh, strong here. Uh, and uh, I think she's been spoiled before. But yep. basically, she works like the other Inquisitors that after you perform an attack, then you can spend two fours. And if you do, you can change all your hit to crits. Yep. And you don't get, and you don't have to do it before the neutralized result step. So you actually know what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. That's pretty good. Two fours, uh, re re one recurring, and otherwise normal interceptor stats. So just free haul. Yeah. Uh, pretty nice. I four. We guessed five points with load loadout. You said six. Yeah, I just think that's. Yeah. Uh, I tend to agree with you, but uh, I will leave it at the five points because it's I, nice I to have. I think it'll be five agree. points, but it should be six. I. I... Oh. And Andreas Carlson says, "Evening, boys." In chat. Evening, Mr. Carlson. We're going to talk Nordics uh, after these card spoilers. Okay, so I'm just going to continue with the next one where we have Makva Tolven in right. the TILN. This is previously unspoiled. Apparently, it was somebody from the Dr. Afra comics. I have not read them. Normal, stat, normal stats for a TIE fighter. I free, subtitled Cold Tyrant. While you have two or fewer stress tokens, you can perform wide actions even while stressed. After you gain a stress token, you may perform a wide action, if able. Okay. That's strange, so... that, second, that second sentence. No, no, no. That's just fun. No, I mean, I gathered that he could do that from the first sentence. No. Um, let me put it this way. If you shoot this, let's assume it's a girl, Magna, not Magna, but Magna. Uh, yeah. When you shoot this TIE fighter and you put in a panic pilot 
secret. Oh, and they get right. to do two actions. I thought it was something about gaining a stress token and for uh, doing K turn, getting stress and foregoing your action phase or something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, now you can. Uh... I mean, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, and you can be like Triple uh, Zero says, uh, Do you want the stress or do I get a calculate? Yes, just, just, I'll take the stress and I'll barrel out of your arc. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I mean, I really, really hope that there will be enough uh, loadout here to do something fun with it. Like, this thing needs a missile slot or something. Sure. I mean, I'm not sure uh, we're ready for. Uh... This being a player <laughs> and be, being able to do some creative stuff with it because that is a really good palatability. Yeah. Another good way to do things with this is to uh, use, uh, what is it called? Squad leader on another thing, right? So you right. give it, you give it a, you give it the squad leader coordinate, which allows it to take a red action. Which means it gets two actions. But is, but is the squad leader coordinate white or red? Uh, oh, the, it's the coordinate that's white. Is that how it works? Yeah. Okay, but then this thing could have squad leader. Like if you can equip squad leader on Magna and then you roll up to a friend and say, hey, have a focus. And, oh, I got, I got stressed from doing that. Oh, Damn. Okay, but I get to take an action as well. Or, or just like the fact that you can K-turn and then take a focus or an evade. It is. Oh, right. You do the, yeah, I get you where you're going with this. You do a red action, coordinate somebody. Uh, and after you get the stress from it, you get to do a focus for yourself. Yeah. You can also, yeah. uh, if you have like, uh, what is he called? Protectorate Glep, who can coordinate yeah. somebody with a red coordinate, but he can choose to give the stress. He can either keep the stress or give it to the one he coordinated. Right. If he coordinates would, Magna, yeah. then she can do two actions. One from the coordination yeah. and one from the other one. Then That's she right. can subsequently do a blue move and take a third action. Oh, that's yeah, and she has three actions on her action bar, and you have to do oh that that way you have to do squad leader on on Magna, and she coordinates oh. somebody else afterwards. Yeah, and then yeah, then you would get to do focus evade barrel roll and give somebody yeah. an action. It's targeting computer. It's on probably worth adding a targeting computer to this thing. I agree. Yeah. And that's why it would be really interesting if you have uh, like missile or cannon slots. Yeah, but not a, not a really expensive one, right? No, 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 no. That would just be broken. But I think this is the free point Tie Fighter because it's a Tie Fighter. Well, it's not two, that's for sure. <laughs> With bonkers slots, it could be four, but I don't yeah. think they'll go there. I don't think they should go there. Right. But it's an interesting call that uh, she's only I free. The, I mean, TIE fighters go all the way up to six. 
I mean, that's with a lot of... Howler is five. There's a lot of fives. There's a lot of fours. Oh, you mean and initiative, I... not cost. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Do you agree with the three points? Expensive... Yeah, I think so. Backstabber, Howlrunner, Dark Cars, they're all four. Rest is like three. Yeah, I guess he's a three. Yeah, I mean, at the end, it's still just a TIE Fighter. Your, your counterplay is to kill it. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. You do the last the last Empire here. Yeah. Irika Quell. Okay, unspoiled. It's apparently from the Alphabet Squadron books. She eventually defects to the Rebels after Operation Cinder. I yes. like her already. Yeah, she, <laughs> flies, she, she flies the X-Wing of the Alphabet Squadron. I mean, the point All of right. Alphabet Squadron being that there's one of each letter. <laughs> yeah. Well, of the five relevant letters, anyway. But this and is she before she defects. Yeah. Flying a TIE Fighter, having the uh, title Consumed by Duty. All right. So she just goes somewhere else. Makes sense. After you fully execute a maneuver, you may acquire a lock on an enemy ship in your uh, bullseye. So there you go. There you go. That's I, and I, an I3. I3. Yeah. That would be an interesting piece to put uh, some kind of torp on, uh, missile on. Yeah. It would actually make it easier to pull off at I3, but the question is whether your lock is relevant after your opponent moved, but I mean, yeah, at least yeah. you've got a lock. Sure. And are, we still lock. In free free. Point, are we still in three-point land here? Yeah. Uh, they're not going to for anything. But we're going with decent loadout on that one, right? Yeah. it's. Uh... I mean, it's a really good ability, but it's for a two-point gun, so... Depends on the slots or a lot, but yeah, she should be three with a decent loadout. Okay, cool. Let's move into scum. Oh yeah, uh, it's the guy that. Okay, so Carlson was commenting on what we said before. He says it's the guy, the coordinate, who gets the stress. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm not sure I understood whether it was one or the other from that description. Sorry, Andreas. Uh, okay, so in Scum, we're going to start it with two previously spoiled ones. So we have Honda Onaka. I smell oh, no. profit. Uh, so basically, he gets an action where he chooses two non-huge ships that range sort of free that are not friendly to each other, and each of them performs an action that is on Hondo's action bar, even while stressed, and you choose the order. And then at the end of this exchange, Hondo gets his profit, which is one calculate token. So we talked about this last time. It is pretty bonkers what you can do, especially yeah. because the fire spray has white boost and it has a red reinforce um, and, and things. So uh, yeah. It's for real. 
Yep. Uh, we last time we said seven points with twelve loadout. We were very mm -hmm. accurate then. We didn't. It was not all this low loadout or decent loadout, loadout or medium loadout. Loadout. We were like twelve. <laughs> and they caught the uh, the gimmick where you coordinate the stress ship. So this one is even while stressed. Yes. So you can't take the uh, enemy and give the stress ship the coordinate. No. Now it you makes have... it more interesting. No, but it what you do, right, is that you coordinate the ionized ship. Right. That's, that's the new Hondo trick. <laughs> if you have an ionized ship. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, then we have uh, a tall fun, the fang, direct pressure, I free, uh, who we've seen multiple times that, like, if you kill the thing you're shooting at, you can perform an action even while stressed, and then you can gain two strain tokens to do a bonus attack, and otherwise he's a fang. We put him at five points because that's what all fangs cost that are not Fenrau or Ulti. Yeah. This, but, this guy sounds fun. Yeah. Very fun, tall fun, even. Even. But in the new here, we have Doctor Afra in the yeah, YV six six six. Just do all the scum ships. No, 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 no. I'm just those unspoiled ones doesn't count. All right, go go for it. So Doctor Afra, the professional disaster zone, YV six 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 I free has free charges non-recurring otherwise normal yv stats before you engage you may spend one green token and one charge if you do you may choose another ship at range zero to one that is not stressed the chosen ship gains one stress token so weaponized stress but oh my god it is, it is expensive is that yeah. worth it ever No, I don't think so, because it's like not like you're double stressing or something like that. I mean, you could if it's already no. stressed. Oh, it has to be not stressed. Not stressed, like um, everything two point. Uh, okay, but um, before you engage. Yeah. Okay. At I three. So, at I three, so it's quite late in the game. I mean, it does synergize well with BT1 Gunner, which was Dr. Afra's droid. Uh, yeah. I guess it could also synergize well with Triple Zero, because with Triple Zero, you say, do I get a calculate or do you get a stress? And then they say, Okay, you can have a calculate, and then when you engage, you say, "I'm gonna spend this calculate and this charge," and then you do get a stress. But is it good? Ah, uh, yeah. I mm. think not. But mm. maybe I just don't have a scummy enough mind. I mean, uh, if you're trying to lock down a ship. It's good. It won't be K-turning or, or doing the fast uh, three banks or... Yeah. I don't know. 
It, but I mean, it's, it's slight utility, but range zero to one from a ship that is about as maneuverable as a trash can. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like very situational if it happens and if they let you. <laughs> but then again, you could always get a, a white boost from Honda Onaka. That is true. Um, <laughs> a boosting YT uh, six six six. But I, I, actually, against Aces, this is probably good. Yeah, as when I'm trying but, to lock down a ship that's trying to get away from you. Yeah, you got a three dice one eighty then. So that's yeah, it might be good. Bring yeah, I mean, Vader action. defender don't want no stress. Nope. But I'm uh, just thinking, I mean, it is one thing was that if you just had to spend a charge and you had free charges, but you yeah. also have to spend a green token. Sure. So, I mean... But like you said, you, you can uh, find a clever way to get a cheap uh, token. In you can get a cheap token. You can have like ID88 crew where you get double calculate and then sacrifice one. Or maybe even if you reinforced, then no. at I3, you might be willing to spend your reinforced token for it. Sure. Not getting shot again. Okay. Are we going to go for her being six points? I mean, that's what the cheapest IVs are. Well, she's not cheaper than that, at least. Um... Gun. And what are the other ones? Seven? Yeah, Bosk and uh, what is he called? The Morallo Morallo are seven, yeah. and then uh, yeah, Lats Lats is six, is and six. 16. Yeah. So they all got a butt, butt ton of uh, loadout points 16 to 22. So yeah, I think she's probably in the six with 20 something. Load up. I will go with 18 to 22 loader. Sounds good. Okay. Now you get to go. Oh, cool. And we've got a dirge. Row class. Previously unspoiled. From Dr. Afra as well. Also in CIS. All right. Double faction pilot. Uh, may or may not be the same pallet ability. Okay. So we don't know that yet. No. This hasn't been right. spoiled. Yeah. So this row class is uh, I-5. And it reads, while you defend, after the neutralize, neutralize uh, result step, if there are more hits or crits result than your active shields, you may change one hit result to a crit result and cancel one hit result. <laughs> it takes some parsing, right? Think about it. So you have to change one hit to a crit yeah, and then, that... then you may cancel. So it's an inverse boss. Ish, but it's when you defend. So let's say, yeah. let's say you have not been hurt. So you have your five hull and two shields. Uh, and then somebody shoots at you, and after the neutralized results step, they do like 
Yeah, they shoot a proton torpedo at you, right? Yeah, yeah. And they get three hits and a crit. You dodge one of those. Uh, no. So now there are two hits and a and a crit. That is more hit and crit results than you have shields because you only have two shields. Yep. So now you change one hit to a crit. One hit to a crit. So now you have two crits and a hit, and then you cancel the hit. Yeah. So now you suffer two crits, and they both go into shields. Yeah. Unless so it's Ask that's shooting you, and he changes one crit to two, two hits, and then you're back to back to where you started. Yeah. So. So don't do that. But but he's not shooting proton torpedoes. No, no, it doesn't have to be a proton. I'm just saying it's exactly the inverse result of Bosk. Yeah, so I guess that depends on whether you are Bosk a first player. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if so. you're a first player, if, then don't do this with Bosk. Yeah, but, it, but if there's already a crit in there, you can do both, uh, regardless of the player order. Yeah, true. But the thing here, yeah, well, maybe. Um, the thing here is that if you don't have full shields, or no, if the if you get one more damage, then you have shields. Yeah. And you still get at least two damage then everything is groovy it will just take the rest of your shields yeah but yeah it's it's helps him survive the initial attack but the subsequent attacks when the shields are down uh you're getting crits into the hull if you use the ability yeah so let's say you have no shields and you get yeah. hit crit in it won't help you if you get hit hit in, it'll you help can, you. you. You just get rid of the hit. Yeah, no, but with hit crit, then you change oh, yeah. the hit to a oh, crit, yeah. and then hit, you cancel the hit, and, and there's no hit yeah. to cancel. There's no hit. Yeah. So, but if you get hit hit in, yeah. then you can choose instead of taking hit hit, you can take a crit. Yeah. Ah, I wonder if there's some way to mitigate the remaining crit. And scum. There probably is. <laughs> no, but it's just so late because it's while you defend. Normally, enduring. Ah. Yeah, and I mean some crew or something. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, there is a crew slot in this thing, so yeah, you can put like uh, Palimado or uh, the I have spoken guy. Which I, for some reason, have forgotten who's what's called right now. Right. Okay. Which are the two two repair crews that came with the Razor Crest? Uh, you can put those in, and then you can take your crits, and you can probably get away with repairing them. Quill. Quill. Exactly. So, what do you think of this? I mean, it's not. It's, a... it's like a flavor card. It... Yeah. I think when it comes down to it, this is an I-5 with uh, linked repositions from Focus and Evade. Yep. Uh, with a red boost. Oh, you don't need a red boost. You'll focus boost anyway. And dead to rights at I-5 with two agility and seven hull. Yeah. And, I mean, 
remember that it is just a May that ability. So worst yeah. case, he has an empty ability. Right. So I if think it, if it turns out to be bad, that'll be a cheap I five. Yeah. So how cheap is he gonna be? All of the other rogues are five. Yeah. And one of those is Cat Bane, who has a much better ability. So he's gonna be five points. How many loadout do you think he gets? Uh, I mean, he uh, the uh, Cat Bane gets eighteen. Yeah. But but the other hunter is four. Uh, screw him. He's generic. Yeah, but Victor Hell is sixteen, and Namlam is nineteen. So he's gonna be up there. He's gonna have a lot of stuff. Seventeen. A lot of points to put. He's got a double cannon slot, missiles, elicits, modification, titles, talent slots to choose from. That's going to be something to you be able to do, put on these things. Yeah. That's right to die five. Yeah. Cool. And finally, we have in Scum, we have Lapin, a mining guild side. Maybe we can have one of those that are useful. But this is also a Dr. Afra character. Um, Lapin is I2 and has the subtitle Stickler for Details. And it reads, while you defend or perform an attack, if the enemy ship is stressed, that ship's dice cannot be modified. All right. So this is like a prime TIE fighter to put with Dr. Afra and the and uh, why why weave six six six? Yeah, especially if you're in an I two meta, which I don't think yeah. we'll ever get to again. No, I mean uh, it's just uh, Afra stresses the shit, and this guy shoots after Afra. A cheap tie fighter. That's actually true. He does shoot after, so it doesn't matter when you stress him. Huh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Thailand. Ellen's, uh, yeah, I think they're, they're like mostly three points. They're mostly Seabor three, and Seavor is four, and Seavor is overcosted, right? So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna assume it's gonna be free, yeah, but probably not with a lot of loadout. Would you agree? Um, that's a really good shit ability because so many pieces in the game stress itself. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a and good one. And I mean, one. even a single modded two dice gun will do damage if you cannot do anything about your defense dice. Yeah, yeah. Would be a shame if you couldn't use that force you had. Yes. Um, yeah. Or, or, and that Three points elusive, and that evade token, and that, I mean... So what is that? That is like four to five points of loadout. Yeah, somewhere along those lines, and even might even have you know very skimpy slot power, so it could only you know take a talent or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this this slot should be limited, right? It shouldn't. We don't want this guy carrying a missile. That would be horrible. Yeah. I mean, horribly good, but. And uh, yeah, yeah. And this could be a power piece, though, you know, must include thing. Uh, because it's while you defend or perform an attack. I mean, it's 
Yeah. Great. And no charges. Yeah. And you don't have to think about asteroids. Yeah. What's not to like? The fact that it's a TIE fighter. Uh, <laughs> Do that. Okay. Let's move into the siege of Coruscant. Give me Tycho and Wes. Andreas Carlson wants the rebels. Yes. We already covered that. My my brother. Yep. And, and it's going to be fun. It is going to be great. Yeah. So let's start with Republic. Uh, we saw the Edas before. But now we know points on them. So I think a brief discussion would be in order. All right. So, so much text. There's Jeez. so okay. much text. We can we, we can sum it up. I mean, yeah. This is this is a. It's not because we're lazy. It's just because we think very highly of our viewers. Yeah, so we, we assume wanna, that you are well informed you. and intelligent and don't need to be told the same thing twice. Yes. All of our viewers, listeners, and are listeners. That. Yes, all of us. Okay. So and let's go with Anakin. Wait a minute. Did I? I'm uh, trying to pick a brand of whiskey to drink. So you go with Anakin. He's okay, I'll go Anakin. with Anakin. Anakin, I6, Siege of Coruscant, in the Edda 2, normal stat line. Um, the ability has been slightly changed. So after you or a friendly Obi-Wan Kenobi ship, at range zero to three, fully executes a maneuver. If there's more enemy ships than other friendly ships at range zero to one of that ship, you may spend one force. If you do, that ship may perform a barrel roll action. This is extremely handy to sort of move in and say, oh, I'm in your arc. Well, I get a free barrel roll. Well, not free. I have to pay a force for it. Uh, so that's great. Apart from that, he has malice. Uh, he has ancillary iron weapons, which is basically the same as the Bash title, where yeah. your crits deals iron tokens instead of damage. Yep. Um, and with Malice, that's a good way to get crits. Uh, so he should be able to ironize things pretty easily. And consistently, even if just a single hit sneaks through from his main guns. Uh, yeah. He can only do it, however, every other turn. Because it takes two charges and one regen per turn. And then he has an R2-D2, which is as Republic R2-D2 is. So, this Anakin is five points. The normal Anakin is six points, but has... twenty. 20 loadout yeah and his ability doesn't allow him to barrel doesn't allow him or we want to barrel it allows him or we want to ditch a stress token yeah i actually think this ability is probably better uh because getting stress on a net or two is like damn near impossible they, they have like one red maneuver um obviously there's other ways but but otherwise i think th a slightly better ability, uh, and he has the ancillary iron weapons, but there's no way it is worth the... How many loadout did you say? 20. 20 
loadout because normally you would buy a shield upgrade with that at least and quite possibly some other fun things yeah uh so he's one point cheaper yeah. i mean i think it all depends on the meta like if there's no prox mines in the meta this i think great. i think it's reasonable to have it one point cheaper but i think it's very good at five points yes this will be really really good yeah you know i think in the, the real... in the hands of the right player of course yeah the real problem starts on the next one uh -huh. all right and obi-wan also in neta after you or a friendly Anakin Skywalker ship at range 0 to 3, a fully executed maneuver. If there are more enemy ships uh, than other friendly ships, uh, other friendly ships at range 0 to 1 of that ship, you may spend one charge of force. If you do, that ship may perform a boost action. Yeah. So, same ability as Anakin, it's just a boost. He makes people yeah. barrel, Obi Wan makes them boost. Mm hmm. And then there's patience. It's just a standard patience, right? Yeah. Yep. And he also has the ancillary iron weapon to charge this recurring. Yeah, but and no way to just generate crits. No, because the, he has the R4P17 droid, uh, which is when you would be dealt the damage card. If you're not defending, you may spend one charge and gain one strain to discard it instead. And that is not the normal R4P17. No. But Obi-Wan might actually be able to live in a Proxmine meta. Right. Because that thing is good at taking bombs. Yeah. Or going over asteroids or something. Oh, yeah. Getting hit by bus droids. Oh, it's thematic. <laughs> yeah. He can take the crit from the bus droids and just, like, oh, I'll take a strain instead. And spend yeah, a charge. That's fine. So where this becomes interesting is that he is four points. Four points. Four points. Should we uh, panic? Four points with three force. This is kind of yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you compare it to the one force non-recurring warden force A wing, we took a look at earlier that one should be three points <laughs> yeah that is true that is absolutely true but i mean this one gets the obi-wan discount right everybody loves obi-wan hello there oh yeah farmer obi-wan discount sure three re reoccurring forces in this one but then again the eaters eat up force like it's candy they absolutely do i mean they would work without force um i'm not a big Eta fan but i think if a versifly net i would be something like this rather than the sort of fatter edas yeah i mean sure flavor flavor obi-wan in your squad when you have four points to spend why not why wouldn't you why right. wouldn't you then we got shock t also yes. on meta also at four points. Oh, uh, 
at the start of the end phase, you got the coordinate. Uh, after you perform a coordinate, if he has the porn for this ship ability, you may coordinate one additional ship. So a double coordinate. Yes. Wow. In the end phase. In the end phase, just just casually coordinating, and it doesn't it doesn't cost a force to use this force ability. It's just like every end phase, you just do a purple coordinate. So is this? Oh, it's the start of the end phase, so you can't coordinate tokens for next turn. No, you because can coordinate cool. locks and repositions. Yeah. Hmm. Or does player order matter here? If you decide to coordinate and jam somebody? Uh, you could go... At the start of the end phase, the tokens haven't been removed yet. But, right. I mean, I guess... It's my can... start of the end phase, and then when both are done with the start of the end phase, then you clear out the tokens. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It but I mean, work. so you, you, you can coordinate somebody to jam somebody to remove a lock. But yeah, no, I was just thinking uh, some silly shit that would carry over to the to the next turn that shouldn't really carry over. But, oh, but I guess they yeah. they lawyered that up pretty good. Um yeah. I think it's about yeah. positioning. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely about positioning or target locks. Um, four points, and he's got the Markmanship, Brilliant Innovation, uh, Ancillary Iron Weapon, and the R4P Astromech. That is, before you execute a basic maneuver, you may spend one charge if you do. While you execute that maneuver, reduce its difficulty. Okay. Yeah, but it's only for basic maneuvers. So I guess that just makes your entire dial blue if you spend a charge? Yeah, pretty much. Well, all your non-turnarounds. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think, doesn't the Edda have a, a pretty fantastic dial to begin with? Yeah, it does. So it's a really silly droid to put there. Okay. But I guess... But just, uh, just how fantastic a, is it? Doing one hard would be, would be blue, so... That's not terrible. Or a five forward. Or a three hard. Yeah. It's okay. I, I can't find the dial. But it sounds like you have found the dial. Yeah, yeah. All the turns are white. One, two, three. And oh, five they, forward they is They have white. no blue turns? No. Only banks. Okay, well, they don't get stressed anyway, so it's fine. Mm. Um... This I mean, also means that but, there's not much benefit. Ah, I guess if you're like strained or depleted, then you want to do blue moves, and then that thing might be situationally useful, but it's not a very useful droid. No. It's kind of silly, but sure. But sure. Um, I think uh, that ability is I4, two force. The ability doesn't cost force. Oh, yeah. So two force is fine. And again, another four point ship. Yeah. But this so one got... also, I mean, if you're a little bit smart about it, and especially if you pair it with some of the, like, let's say the arcs that we see, we'll look at later. 
then being able to target lock in the end phase and have that going into the next phase. Yeah. You can be quite a support ship and you're still in it too at I4. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic support ship for bulky um, fleet. Yeah. And I mean, you can generate crits for your ancillary ion weapons with marksmanship. And you're quite efficient at using your force for defense because you have brilliant evasion. I think, I mean, I know this sounds like sacrilege, but I think Shakti is a better buy than Obi-Wan. I mean, the difference is mostly that that Obi-Wan is higher initiative. He's higher initiative. He can generate crits and he feeds off the crits. I don't know. Five points for that Anakin is. Uh, Not the Anakin. I'm not discussing. Oh, you were talking about the Obi Wan, right? Okay. Yeah, maybe better. Because Shakti can generate the crits so she can actually use the iron weapons where it feels like Obi Wan is like. Yeah. Yeah, but still, these three Eddas are are 13 points of Lara. You can you can fit a seven point chip with them. Yeah, but I don't think you want to fly all three of them, but two of them. Maybe. Maybe you just take the two four pointers. Be done with it. Okay. Uh, then we have Torrance, and to my everlasting sadness, they have not made a swoop. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up with that? So instead, we start with a four-point torrent. Uh, already, it doesn't sound attractive, but this is Axe. Axe! Bring me me Axe! Mr. Uh, Body Spray. <laughs> I free. Uh, has an extra hull, so six hull. Uh, after you perform an attack, you may choose another friendly ship with the Born for this ability in range zero to two in your left or right side arc. The chosen ship gains one lock on the defender. And then there's born for this. And there are exactly six ships that exist that has this ability. And they are all the next six ships we're talking about. But born for this says, while another friendly ship at range zero to two defense, if you're not strained, it may spend your focus and evade tokens as if that ship has them. If it does, you gain one strain token. Now, the torrents are actually in particularly interesting here because they're the only of those six ships that can evade. The V-Wings can't evade and the Arcs cannot evade. So the torrent can be little evade carriers for the Jedi. Sure. And uh, born for this is actually the prerequisite to be able to coordinate two ships on Shakti. Yeah, so she also, if you, that's perhaps that's where you decide if you want Obi or or her. Like, yeah. if you can do it with so two running. ships, then it's bonkers, right? Well, yeah. Oh, so, imagine that. <laughs> Axe is four points, and the next torrent we're going to talk about is three points. Yeah. So that's seven points to add to the three Edda list. Yeah, true. True, and then they do evade sort of mostly that 
then then pass to the Jedi's as needed, and then she will coordinate target locks for their bots. Yep. Well, it almost works, but uh, Axe has dead eye shot, which is standard, and then he has brush rockets, which what? unfortunately means that he has to focus every now and then. Jerk. I don't think this I mean, guy is worth four points. I mean, he's being coordinated by Shaq T, right? Yeah, but that means he has to focus. Yeah. And then he can't give the Eddas an evade. And why is he even there then? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's worth four points. Although Barrage Rockets are pretty good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You want to do the next torrent? All right. And that's kickback. I5. Ooh. I didn't thought, think he used to be I5. No. Maybe he did. Did he? I don't yeah, know. Oh, I never flown kickback. No. I think I have that one time on stream. Um, after you perform a barrel action, you may perform a red uh, target lock action. If you do, before you perform the target lock action, you may gain one strength token to treat it as white. All right. Huh. So, barrel, do the target lock as a, as a white. Get a strain and then link into evade. So you'll be repositioned yeah. with target lock and evade and a strain. Yeah. Because I mean, that's his link, linked action, evade, uh, barrel into an evade. I mean, that's an offensive and defensive modifier every turn. Yeah. Okay, and then he's but, got. But, but I mean, it's not really a good defensive modifier when you lose the defense side, is it? No, but it's uh, an evade token. And you, you know, you get one evade. Yeah, instead of rolling two greens with no mods. Yeah. Not sure. Um, and he's fielding a diamond boron missile, which is pretty nice. He's got the attack, attack target lock uh, header, so that. That's good with the uh, his yeah. pilot ability, and he's got munitions fail safe. All right, so if it's not going pretty good, so you can just fail safe it. <laughs> oh, you want to know why his abilities just got better? Yeah, do tell. Because that barrel roll that he's performing into the white straining target lock, right? He's doing that shit in the end phase. Uh And then he's clearing it with a blue move next turn. (laughs) Yeah. And then he doesn't have an evade, but he barrel barrel all target locks in the end phase. And then next turn he has the target lock, then he can either focus or evade. Yeah. Depending on what he and his friend needs. That is true. You could do that. Yeah. All right, and and to it, uh, yeah, and like I said before, it's three points. Pretty cheap uh, trickster there. 
Yeah, I mean, at least not unreasonable. You do get a diamond boron missile, which is worst case. Free, free dice shots. Yeah, kickback used to be four. Initiative four. As a customizable kickback. So this is kickback at the height of his powers. Because, yeah. let's face it, he's not surviving this. No. No. Okay, and then right. one of my personal favorite pilots, Click. Nick? Oh, and Kickback also got an extra hole, by the way. Yeah, it's got six. six that hole. actually, that is not, that's not nothing. Then we have that's Click. Uh, Click has gotten an extra shield, which is also, I mean, there's a big I difference between two hull two shields and two hull three shields. Yep. Um. So, while a ship you have locked at range 1 to 3 defense or performs an attack, you may spend one charge to prevent range bonuses from being applied. That is his regular ability. Um, and he also has Born for this, in this configuration. And he has our free Astromech, which is what we all love on our click. Then he got Precision Iron Engines. So, when he does the 3k, no, 2k it is actually. He can spend one of the two charges to do it as a two sloop instead. This Ooh. click is I4. That's the same as the regular click. And then you have ESC. And that is again the ion config because he does not have a bomb slot. He does not have the uh, old school Republic optics. So he's flying the ESC version. Three points. I mean, regular click is three points. So I guess what you're mostly paying for here is born for this. And the extra shield. Yeah. I think that is like, if you just read, if what you want is really just a click with R3 and anything else beyond that is gravy, then I think this click will do you fine. This is a good click. If you want a click that if, if, if the bomb is the attractive part of the V-Wing for you, as well as Click's ability, then you probably want to use the customized version. But I think they're probably fine and balanced. I can actually see the precision iron engines being incredibly useful on a V-Wing. Because you do tend to K-turn them sometimes. Yeah, but it's only a 2K turn that... That it uh, it has a two and a four cater. Yeah, but like it's a May, so if you if you can see that oh it looks like my two K and my two sloop to the right will be open, but one of them might end up being blocked before I move. Just dial in that two K and then you pick. Like oh, when yeah. you move, right? No no, don't get me wrong. The two sloop is very nice on the ship. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And, you know, uh, let's not forget that this is a extra, extra shield on a shield that, uh, on a ship that has three green dice. Yes. And you can possibly back that up uh, with a torrent that keeps an evade handy for you. Yep. Friends and torrents who are just there to die for you. Yeah, I mean, this is not a centerpiece, but if you're mixing mixing and matching ships in this faction, yeah. having a, a Shaq T, a couple of Torrents, and a couple of E's, eh, might be a 
nice little synergetic uh, globule of a semi-big ship with oh shit five times or something. <laughs> yep, I absolutely agree. All right. So, are we into contrail? We're into contrail. Three points. I I uh, I five. And uh, he does not get the extra shield. He's just a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, while you defend or perform an attack, if the bearing of your revealed maneuver is the same as the enemy ship's, you may change one of the enemy ship's focus to a blank. That's the same ability, right? Uh, as a regular yes, contrast? Yes, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he's got born for this as well. Uh, so that's the same thing. Um, he's got a uh, four upgrades. He's got the bash, bash one. Uh, charge one every blank focus so to a hit. Yeah, and he's got iron limiter override. If you execute a red, red maneuver, you may perform a barrel action even while stressed. So that's pretty good. Uh, you might gain an iron token though. Um, and he's got precise astromech. After you perform an action, you may spend one charge to perform a red target lock action. That is marvelous. That is marvelous. And then he's got an iron bomb. Yeah, and the precise Ooh. astromech has two charges. Yeah. But that is yeah. actually really useful because normally when you fly these B-wings around, I don't know how much you've flown with them, but not much. I mean, you sort of move about and then you usually boost target lock and then you use the target lock either as a lock if you roll two bad dice or with bash to make another hit. And then they sort of have the an offensive output that is like, you know, like a resistance A-wing with, with optics. Uh, yeah but they just die because they don't have a defensive token. And yeah. then sometimes you don't need to boost, especially not at I-5. You might be like, oh, I'm just where I want to be. And in those cases, you usually take a focus because, especially if you're taking shots. But in that those cases, now you can take like, uh, okay, I'll take a focus, then I'll spend a token and do a red target lock. I expect it to be stressed anyway after boosting, but I'm not boosting, but now I'm focused target locking twice per game. That sounds yeah. good. Is it better <laughs> than an, what is it, 11 point loadout contrail? Mm. Uh, you're right, 11 point loadout. I mean, you have a lot of stuff in there, so maybe? Maybe it's just comparable. I think a precise astromag is is the king there, right? Yeah. Eh, it's fine. And especially if you can like coordinate him with Born for This because you're also bringing the other Born for This. Yeah. And oh, you've got okay. and the, that iron bomb. And you got a couple of them. Yes. Bombs and V-Wings are the best. Yep. Okay. Now we're on to the arcs. Uh, right. So we have Jack at I3, regular arc stat line. Uh, 
After apprenticeship at range 0 to 2 in your side arcs performs an attack, if you're not strained, you may acquire a lock on the defender. That's pretty that nice. That's pretty I just want to be double modded. That's great. He has veteran tail gunner. Pretty nice. Uh, he has yep. R4P, which is its useful thing where before you execute a basic maneuver, you can spend a charge. He has two, and then you can reduce the difficulty of that maneuver. That's great. And then he has synchronized console, which works like synchronized console. So yeah. nothing too crazy on the upgrade side, but... Although that droid on, on the RX is pretty good. It is pretty good because it does make, you know, you can very easily clear stress and yep. they they can't get stressed in a number of different ways. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think this is a pretty good jack, especially for four points. Yeah, that's an arc for four points. Yeah. That is beefy shit. I All will right. take a naked generic arc for four points that I want. Yeah. But now I get Veteran Tail Gunner and R4P and and actually Sync Console because it's also a pretty good ability. I mean, he's I3. There's a good chance that uh, somebody has shot at somebody uh, before he gets to shoot. So, huh. I want to, I just want to chime in on this. What the fuck were they thinking? The 104th Italian generic pilot is a five. No, but oh, stop talking oh, about oh, generics. I, 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 no, I, mean, I would like to I vote mean, the removal of the generics from the point list. Okay, but all of the arcs are five. Yeah. Now they're, now they're adding two fours. Okay. These but guys are beefy as hell. Let me tell you why they're five. They're five because they have a little special seat that says Seven Fleet Gunner can sit here whenever he wants. No, they're still three dice gun with a gun out the back and they're beefy as hell. It's great. Yeah. Okay. Continue. But I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> one arc that is four points. What's the problem? Let's take, because let's you can get another one for four points. Oh, you can? Tell me more. Yeah. It's Wolf. I4. And uh, like I said, it's four points as well. And while you perform a primary front arc attack, you may spend one charge to reroll one attack die. And while you perform a primary back arc attack, you may recover one charge to roll one additional attack die. And he's got veteran tail gunner. So yes. you stick this guy into the thick and you shoot out the front, re-roll one with the ability, veteran tail gunner activates, you shoot the back and you can uh, recover the charge. <laughs> In the same I, freaking I, turn, you can flip it back and forth. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and he's also got uh, the wolf pack. Yeah, that's uh, a different wolf pack. Yeah. While you perform an attack, you may spend a lock belonging to a friendly Plo Koon ship or a ship with the born for this ability that is on the defender. Yeah, there's on the defender to re roll any number of attack dice. Oh. 
an attack. So it can't be the front or the back. Oh, from any ship that is born for this. So that's all the viewings or all the uh, torrents. Yeah. And again, and, they, it, and now it makes even more sense for for them uh, to get for, cheap target for, locks. Yeah, or I mean, a lot of them has like, oh, I get target lock here or there or everywhere. But Jack T can also just throw out target locks at the end phase. It is great. It's fair and it's balanced. Is it though? It is fine. This is four points. It is four points. Oh, and you forgot he also has a Q7 droid. Q7. While you barrel or boost, you can move through and overlap obstacles because of course you can. These these guys are medium bases and you hit hit <clears throat> hit those things like yeah. You hit them a lot if you're trying to stay in formation. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. But I mean, this guy is not boosting. I don't think I don't think that astronaut will be used. Like, in general, how would he boost? I mean, he can barrel. He can, but does he? Yeah, I mean, sure. Why not? Eh. For that thing where you got the uh, the the stupid asteroid for cover when you're going, uh, you know, after the first pass, and you're gonna, I'm gonna duck down here because he can't make the turn because of this astromech. Oh, but he can. He just lands right on the astromech and barrels off it and has you like. Ah, oh, range one with a three die gun that he can modify to shit because all the torrents have target locks on you. Oh yeah, actually maybe he was coordinated that barrel roll by uh, Shakti. Even that. That's great. Okay, so and finally in the Republic, we have Oddball. Yep. In the arc, so this is like now we have. We have we have to joke about all the oddballs. Now we have two oddballs in an arc. So oddball is oddball has an extra shield. Yep. Still because that's five. what he needed. That is exactly what he needed. Uh, and after you fully execute a red maneuver or perform a red action. You may choose a friendly ship at range zero to three and an enemy ship at range zero to one. The chosen friendly ship gains a lock on the enemy ship. Yeah. So basically, if you K-turn or fully executed a, a K-turn or you perform red actions such as your barrel roll, you can just choose a friendly ship at range zero to three. That could be yourself. Uh, and an enemy at range zero to one. And then just say, okay, I'll take that one. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Now, if you don't like red maneuvers, uh, you can, and they are basic. Do they have any basic red maneuvers? Is some of the turns red? Check it out. They have like red free turns or something. Wait for it. Computing. They do have red three turns and a red four forward. Oh, okay. But when they do those, they can use yeah. R4P and spend a charge, and then they're white. Yeah. Uh, he's also selfless. 
So he just stole a rebel upgrade. Yeah, um, that's something you can do. That's a thing you can do. I mean, we saw uh, was it Aiden who 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 stole fanatical and relabeled it fanatic and says I'm the original fanatic. Um, yeah. and uh, and then he has veteran tail gunner, because why wouldn't he? And then of course born for this, but he is however five points, so he's fair and balanced. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. And this is the fifth iteration of oddball in the game, because you can also get him <laughs> formerly. Also in an arc, you can get him in a V nineteen torrent, or a Wee Wing, or a Y Wing. Yes, and do you know that Shaq T can uh, ask Oddball to barrel roll in the end phase, and yes, uh, and then Oddball can say, "Oh, here you can have the lock, Shaq T, because normally that will be a purple action for you, but yeah. you just gain a lock." That is. So silly. That is so much fun because then she can get something out of it as well. And I mean, Oddbound got to barrel roll and get stressed. Yep. So yep. everybody got something. He got a stress token. She got a lock token. Fair and balanced. No wonder these clones killed them. Anyway. Okay. And, I mean, the the amount of, between these ships, the amount of uh, linking actions and and throwing tokens over. I wouldn't want to play against this. I would not know what's going on on the table at all. Okay, and that came from a rebel player, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is off timing. The Eddas are barreling and like boosting off uh, insistent phase, and and uh, Shakti is coordinating in the end phase, and oh Jesus, and you do a barrel target lock evade on the on the torrents and yeah i don't know this is just yeah just make shit up as you go it's fine the, the problem is it's still a torrent so i think that's the huge downside sure maybe okay but there's still the same points as a as a z95 which is so much worse yeah I think uh, I was surprised about uh, quite a few of the of the points on um, on the Republic. In particularly, uh, I'm not convinced that Axe should be four points. I don't think he would be a problem at free, maybe, because he's still a torrent. Maybe Ditch the should have not gotten the hull upgrade and then just be three points. Uh, kickback is fine. Uh, click, but click is but fine. Axe does fine. have the the giving out target locks. Oh, but he always had that. Yeah, I mean it's just such a compounding effect. But yeah, go on. Is yeah, I free right? I think mm -hmm. uh, Jack and Wolf are probably breaking a little bit. Oddball is fine at five points. He's just an arc. Uh, oh, do you want to hear something really fun? I'm not sure at this point. Okay, <laughs> so imagine that you blocked Oddball, right? Okay. But you have a ship immediately behind your blocker. Oh, no, it All doesn't right. work. Ah, oh, it doesn't. Wait, it does work. 
It does work. So Oddball, you block him, right? And you're like, ha ha, do you want a red focus? And he says, yes, please. Uh, it's a red action, right? Yes, it is. Okay, thank you. Then I would like to lock you as well. Is it a red action or just do the action and get a stress? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. That is, I think it might just be the latter. Oh, we have too many small wrinkles in this game, but you might be right yeah. there. Anyway, mm -hmm. let's see if we can rush through separatists. We've never been separatist people. Sorry, separatist no. people. We'll try. I don't think separatist players listen to us. So who cares? I mean, some of them might be, you know, masochists. I don't know. Anyway, we're missing four things that are not yet spoiled from Separatist. Actually, we're missing six things, but some of them were sort of spoiled, so I pulled them out of a dark place. So we still don't have the Flak of Rock prototype, which we know will be four points. Uh, it is currently banned, so we, it's, it's a ship that comes back as a standard card. And this 347, so that's the two TIE Fighters. And then we're missing the Bactoid prototype and DBS 404 in the hyena world. We do, however, have this one hyena. The DBS 32C? Yes. Oh. Let's get a little stressed when I see uh, hyenas with stuff on it. Uh, after you perform a calculate action, you may spend one charge to perform a jam action. Now, why would you... Uh, Anyway, he's got two charges, non-recurring. Network calculations, uh, plasma torpedoes, and contingency protocol. After this ship is destroyed, another friendly ship at range zero to three with contingency protocol may perform an action even while stressed. And then he's got strut lock override. At the start of your activation, you may spend one charge. If you do, ignore obstacles while you might move through them this round. And that's a two-charge thingy, non-recurring. And he's three points at I3. So Three points with plasmas. I mean, we agree that his ability is pretty good, but probably still worse than the original DPS-32C ability. Which is, ah. which is like spend a, spend a calculate token and coordinate somebody. The jam action. What range is that? Range one and then in the and uh, extension bullseye. the bullseye? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. I don't, that's pretty scary. I mean, you're moving at three. So any, any ace you're hunting down is going to be jammed. Yeah, and you just go focus white jam because it doesn't say do the jam that is red on your action bar. It says perform a jam action. So that's yeah. a white one. Yeah. Uh, the contingency protocol is interesting because it's sort of like, you know, hopeful or disciplined or those. Yeah. But it's only one ship at range zero to three that gets to use it. It's not everybody. Another friendly ship. Because the other one is, this one is on the one that gets destroyed, that triggers another one getting an action. Where the normal one is, if another friendly is destroyed within range zero to three of you, you may do X. So therefore, everybody gets it. Right. 
So it's like a soft version of that. And then the strut lock override essentially allows you to, you know, run over an obstacle, but yeah. you cannot sit on it. You cannot shoot on it because it only works while moving through. Yeah. And I mean, you can land on it. And... You can land on it and barrel off. Uh, I'm not even sure you can actually. Is barreling you... not moving through them? No, but the thing is that the effect comes when you overlap. Right? So that's if you end your movement on them, you will get the effect of the of the obstacle as far as I'm reading this. Because you're still overlapping. You're moving through and overlapping. And overlapping is what triggers the... No, maybe it's not. Maybe overlapping just triggers... You might. You might. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I do care, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, but three points. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a hyena. I think it's a pretty good buy with a plasma torp. Yep. And then the rest is just nice. I mean, the plasma torp is great. Add I free though, but meh, whatever. Me. Then we have for five points, I four, uh, tri fighter, DIS T eighty one. While you defend or perform an attack, you may reroll any number of your dice. Then, if you were defending, gain one strain token for each die that was rerolled. If you were attacking, gain one deplete token for each die that was rerolled instead. So basically, you can buy rerolls by making for attack or defense by making your next attack or defense worse. Sure, that's then a he, maybe. That's a maybe. Because has, if you reroll one into a blue maneuver, you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you're I four, so there's a chance that at least sometimes you don't want the strain. I mean, for the attack, no, I mean, then at, the I, attack, I agree with the attack, matter. and these has these have great r r blue maneuvers, right? Yeah. So on attack, you just basically have a reroll all the time. That's one free reroll every every time, and and how many you want for that special special occurrence. Yeah, true. Then he has outmaneuver, and afterburners. As solid, and he also has the contingency protocol. Yeah. And let's, yeah. And otherwise, a normal stat line. I mean, I don't think it's worth five points. I mean, it sounds solid, but I don't think it's worth five points. But maybe? I mean, <laughs> if he had been I5, yeah. But I4, mm. yeah. I'll push. Um, it's a good flanker. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's actually yeah, a very it, good flanker. Yeah, but uh, it doesn't have like a config slot to put in this land. So, so that's that kind of, uh, yeah. Just just put it just putting it out there because uh, these ships are normally pretty good at hunting down stuff in the initial engagement. With this land thing, I think his five straight boost intercalculate can sure. be. I mean, 
Yeah, I agree. It's I'm, not I'm it's not as easy mode as with slams, but he can do. He doesn't even have to to link. I mean, he can just five straight sure. burners. Right. Um. Ah. But I mean, you look at him and he dies. Yeah. On the other hand, well, all those defensive rerolls, pretty nice. Wow. When do afterburners kick in? Is it before you remove or uh, check difficulty step? Uh, it's after no, it's the after. check difficulty. It's after. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's fine. All right. But but burners work even while stressed, so you can't yeah, yeah, yeah. turn burners. No 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 no. It's just because they have a boosted to calculate uh, interaction bar. Oh. Okay, yeah, that would be interesting. That would have been interesting, but they can't do that. Okay, then we have a previously spoiled one. Yep. Doku. In the six-point Sith Infiltrator. And let me see, there's the same stat line as the normal one, six and four, right? Yeah, and three force. Three force reoccurring. During an attack... Before a ship at range zero to two rolls, attack or defense dies. If all of your force are active, you may spend one force and name a result. If the roll does not contain the named result, the ship must change one die to that result. So yeah, that's Doku affecting any dice on the table if he has full force. Yeah, that's Kruku. Yep. That's pretty much the same. And he has malice. And roiling anger. At the start of the engagement phase, if you are in an enemy ship's front arc, you may gain one strain token to recover force. Ooh. Which does make it easier to get to full force for his ability. <laughs> And this is at the start of the engagement phase. Yes, and he's I so five. if you can use count two in the activation phase, and then uh, use him again. No, in no, the engagement no, no, no. You cannot use him in the in the activation phase unless there's. Oh, it's attack and defense. Oh, it's All only right. attack. No, it's attack or defense. Yeah. Yeah, but if somebody has like snapshot. Sure. Then yeah, you can yeah, use it I, on the defense dice. But I think the point is just that even if you like, uh, you spend a force to use him, uh, and then you spend another force for modding your attack dice, and then next turn, you can riling anger. You then you're down to one. Then you regen up to two in the end phase. Then next turn you riling anger yourself up to three. So you can. You can sort of easily, if you're willing to take the strain, yeah, you, yeah. Can re you can recover two force per turn, which is which yeah, is quite yeah. quite good. That's pretty good. On the penalty of your defense, I think this is a decent six point ship. Uh, yeah, I mean spoilers. We did see in Nordics that uh, Count Dooku at seven points, the customized version, 
made it to uh well second overall in Swiss so you want to go with Dufus? Yes. Then we have DFS 081 uh standard vulture. Uh, while defending, you may spend one charge. He has two, non-recurring. You may spend one charge and one calculate to cancel one crit result. Um, All right. I think his normal customized ability is just you can spend a calculate to cancel a crit. No. Normally, you can spend a calculate to turn a crit into a hit. This one just cancels it. Okay. Uh, let's come back yeah. to that ability in a minute because there's some interesting things there. Then he has Discord, and he has Contingency Protocol, and he also has the Strutlock Override. Uh, so what's interesting is the wording. While defending, you may spend one charge and a Calculate Token to cancel a crit. So what does that mean? What, what is the timing of this? Is this while the Defender modifies attack dice? Because if that's the case, then it only works for natural crits. Or does it happen in the um, in neutralized result step phase? Doesn't matter. Oh, it does sort of matter because, like, if that crit was caused by a proton torpedo or a marksmanship or any other things, right? Mm -hmm. Then it wouldn't be there in the defender modifies attack dice step. Okay. All right. I'll defend but if you can modify later, mm -hmm. then it's a really good ability. Yeah. And actually, uh, the normal customizable doofus and that's for friendly ships as well. Changing crit to a hit. And this yeah. one's just on himself. Yeah, and I actually think that for the normal doofus, I think people forget that it can only be used on naturally rolled crits. Because for the normal doofus, there's no doubt it is changing a result. It happens in dice modification steps. That's kind of the same wording. While a friendly ship at range zero to one defends, it may spend one calculate token to change one crit to a hit. Yeah, but this one says cancel. That's uh, the uh, trick. Change. So we'll All see. Right. So uh, this. Oh, that. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Let's hear it, chat. Are you on team uh, cancel happens like crack shot or team? Cancel happens like, I don't know, uh, Republic Y Wing. Okay, meanwhile, uh, another doofus. This time, our favorite friend, Free Eleven. Uh, also, free points. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, and this guy was only two points. So, uh, yeah, crazy. But he is also only two points in this custom version. And there he has proper struts and can still put this cord on, I think. I'm not sure. I don't play these. Okay, free 11. Free points. Has Discord, Contingency Protocol, Strutlock Override, and 
At the start of the engagement phase, you can transfer one of your calculated tokens to another friendly ship at range 0 to 3. Uh, I guess that is just about the same as the one you built. I think. I mean, you don't have the contingency and the strat lock. Uh, mm. you, but you have proper struts. Okay. You want to take the last card before we get to Nordics. Sure. Uh, that's uh, also one thing about Doofus081. He's normally an I1. This one is an I3. But anyway. No. Now we have our Chal prototype. That's a Vulture class droid fighter. After an enemy ship in your bullseye declares a scenario feature or another friendly ship as the defender, you may perform a calculate or target lock action. Okay. All right. And he has ion missiles, the contingency protocol, and strat lock override. And it's two points. Well, double pip, two points, I won. I think their regular ability is essentially Predator or something. Oh, the hot shawl. Mm-hmm. Hot shawl is what? Uh, ship in the friendly ship is a defender you may prefer. No, it's the same kind of ability. They just added the scenario feature into it. Okay. Ah, that's good. Um, okay. That's it. That's it. Okay. Let's get into the Nordics. Nordics happened. It kind of did. Uh, you were there. I was there. With, awesome. all, with all the friends. Uh, oh. Let me click the PPM thing here for... Hashtag jealous. Hashtag jealous. And let's zoom in a little bit. And okay, here we go. So uh, we used long shanks uh, since uh, rip TTT. Uh, we has now passed the deadline. Do you think it's still up, actually? Let's see if it's still up. Yep, because it was uh, up after the deadline. It is not up. Wait, what? I can't load it at least. The long shanks? No, Link? tabletop. Oh, so, right. Okay, uh, yeah. Goodbye to tabletop. Um, yeah, and thanks to Dennis for keeping it running at a significant personal financial cost. And not least time cost mm-hmm. for as long as he did. Yeah. Anyway, so this tournament ended up with 44 players. Uh, I was part of the sort of organizer team, and we discussed a lot what to do about Battle of Yavin because the pack hasn't actually come out really, I think, in most of the Nordic area. Uh, we eventually decided on making it legal, but with some very specific requirements as to the quality of the proxy material that people would bring. Right. So the cardboard had to show the, the right initiative. It had to show the right name. 
but you could take existing cardboard and put little stickers on it or something. But we didn't want anything to be confused. Right. And, and then you could just print the um, the card, and we were fine with that. Uh, we also, despite only being 44 players, ended up having a cut to 16. There were some uh, there was some debate, especially from myself, regarding that. Uh, but it was essentially communicated before we knew how many players there were. And I think that's something we learn. Uh, but also, I mean, it was hard for me to argue with Andreas's statement that top 16 is more fun, Yen. It's more fun. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, I cannot argue with that. It absolutely was uh, or is more fun. Um, so one thing that was, of course, very interesting uh, that we'll start with is like, so how many did you see of all these Battle of Yavin pilots? They were somewhat rare. Uh, right. We had Free Jack Porkins, so one no, underpriced X-Wing, Free Garvin Drays, another underpriced X-Wing, two Wedges, um, potentially underpriced X-Wings. I don't know. I think it's fine. One Bix, one Han, one Vader, one Mola, one Wampa. And only a single Battle of Yavin pilot made cut. All right. So, I mean, they were, without saying they're bad, I would just say that the Battle of Yavin pilots were more distributed towards the bottom of the rankings. I mean, yeah, okay. They're new as fuck. They are new. I mean, people have had, like, those who chose to bring them had, or the same people that had like less than a week to practice, I guess. Yeah. Well, unless they proxy them for a while. Um, oh, let's just do the overall down here, right? The most yeah. popular uh, pilot overall were the Black Squadron Ace. Turns out that two point TIE fighters are still good. What? The Who second most popular were the Separatist drone. Turns out two point ships are good. Yeah. Uh, which we had seven of. Then we had seven bombardment drones, six Iden Versios, six Grievances. Uh, six Grievances for six Separatist players. That checks out. Um, five Colbys. So despite two new shiny um, four point X Wings turning up, Colby was still more popular. Remember, there were three of each of those. Wasn't that what I just said? Yeah, three Jacks, three Garvins, but there were five Colbys. Yeah. Five Aaron Krakens, five Viziers, five Commander Poes out of five Resistance Squadrons. Oh, okay. Uh, and four Darth Vader Defenders. Huh. Okay. Uh, otherwise, if we look at the stats, then the most popular faction were Empire, with just over a quarter of the lists. Uh, they didn't make cut that well. Oh, wait. They actually made cut pretty well. 41% uh, of them made cut. That is, yeah. that yeah. is just above average, because 37% of players made cut here because it was a top 16. And they were very close to top performance with Empire performing at 58%. Um, 
best performing was Separatist at 60%, and Separatist had a four list out of six, so 66.666 cut rate. Uh, Rebel Alliance also decent. Uh, second most popular faction, half of the rebels made cut. Okay. Uh, but did not perform well on average, meaning that a lot of the lower, on the lower tier, a lot of people brought Battle of Yavin, X-Wings, and not much else, and that didn't fare yeah. so well. I mean, to be fair, cut making cut is still, you could still be in the middle of a field, so. Ah, kind of. ah barely, but it's like the top third of the field made cut. Yeah. But still. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Resistance were terrible. Uh, 33% average performance. Uh, just five lists. There were only two Republic lists. One made cut and one ended up in the other part of the field. So uh, they were very spread out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else is there? Scum didn't perform well despite several people trying to to drag them up only a single one made cut uh we also so but but essentially we i mean everybody except resistance made cut there were just some that made cut better than others sure. otherwise i think the most interesting thing is that uh when we look at ship count then scum is obviously lowest with 3.4 uh but Empire was only at 4.8, which is low, or at least lower than usual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Separatists are rocking the 5.2 ship count. Yeah. So, but that is, I mean, for the swarming factions, is, is, is sort of to be expected. But 4.8 is the same as Rebels. Yeah. Um, so I would say there was a clear tendency, which we can also see that um, uh, five ship lists were not only the most popular, they were also the ones that were best at making cut and the best, those who performed best overall. So of the 16 lists that made cut, 10 of them were five ship lists. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much it. I don't think there's anything intelligent to say about initiatives. So instead of going straight into top four as we normally would, I want to do a little tale of the Swiss. All right. Go for it. So because I, I find this, you know, an amusing story. So... We're playing five rounds on day one and going into round four. So with three rounds played, we yeah. have three undefeated players. All of them are rebels. Hmm. So we got to this sort of state of the thematic rebel infighting. So it's just like, you know, Andor or Rogue One where the rebel uh, factions are sort of squabbling and no, I don't want to help you and you're too aggressive or you're too inhumane or rah, 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 rah. so essentially what we were left with there with the three undefeated players we had the Swedish rebels with Andreas Carlson uh, and in round four they lost 
to Marco Tamilin's Finnish Rebels. Hmm. And then in round five, Rune Prinslau uh, of Denmark lost to Marco as well. <laughs> so apparently Finnish Rebels are tougher than Danish or Swedish Rebels. I guess that's what we learned. There's one Rebel King. And this is really the first list we want to talk about. So even though Marco didn't end uh, in the in the normal top four, we really need to talk about this because I think you would love his list. I so, do. So Marco was <laughs> flying Dutch with the turf on belly run, the iron cannon turret, the iron torpedo, bomblet generators, and delayed fuses. Jesus. Pure control piece. Yeah. Then he had your best friend Braylon Stram in the B-Wing with yep. Jamming Beam, HLC, Shield Upgrade, and Stabilized S-Foils. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Then we have Jake Farrell with Prockets. Ooh. Yeah. Then we have Colby with Marksmanship R4, a cloaking device, and S-Foils. Okay. And Aaron Kraken with elusive and plasma torpedoes. Imagine that. So, I mean, a lot less sort of torpedo offense than we're used to from Rebels. But, I mean, if you have Braylon double tapping, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. Yeah, and I, I like the plasmas on Aaron Kraken. Yeah. I mean, th- those are... Uh, pretty pretty decent like and you still have the prockets on jake uh yeah. and the iron control over on dutch and i know everybody who faced marco was essentially left with a choice like do i go in and try to kill dutch before i get ionized and get very sad mm-hmm. or do i kill Braylon? before he totally demolishes my list and I get very sad. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Colby there with an extra three-point gun. I like it. Yeah. He actually flew something similar, I can see, in Exegol. Um, Braylon, Colby, Jake, Dutch. But then he had Blount instead of Aaron. Sure. Okay. It's better with with Aaron. Yeah, I think so. Okay. But that was Marco. Yep. Um, He eventually, uh, well, after this, in top 60, he got marked up with Erno Tamalin, which I assume is his brother. Let's just say it is his brother. Yeah, that's that's a better story. At least they have the better, the same family name, and uh, they didn't look like they were neither were old enough to be the other's dad. But who? What do I know? Uh, So they he got first in Swiss. His brother got last in uh, uh, got sixteenth in Swiss. So they faced each other in round one of the cut. Yeah, and they had to duke it out, and the uh, the rebels won. Uh, so let me see if I can find Erno here. One would think I would be able to. 
Yeah. Because he's flying a really interesting Republic list that we don't see a lot. Maybe you can uh, you can do the reading. I can have a little break here. Yeah, it's Anakin uh, is Galactic Republic. Anakin Skywalker with passive sensor proton torpedoes and R2C4 astromech. Banana kid. Yeah. And then you go for a wolf. Clone Commander Cody. Expert handling R7A7 astromech uh, and veteran tail gunner. And then you have broadside with agile gunner, iron cannon turret, thermal detonators, and tier 4 belly run. <laughs> and then you got stop with a shield upgrade, click with alpha 3 bash title, uh, proton bombs, and R3 astromech. So that's the other Tamlin's link list. I mean, <laughs> yep. I mean, it looks like Republic Jank, but I mean, these are all, yeah. these are like five solid pieces. Yeah, you got an Ark, you got a Naboo, you got a Y Wing, you got a V Wing, and a Headhunter. Yeah. And I mean, despite it being a Republic list, you don't really have a Jedi, right? You do have a Force Point on Anakin, but I mean, he's not a Jedi. Yeah. It's just a little kid. Throwing proton torpedoes in your face. Yep. And a oh, full price nice. arc at five points. It's like a rebelized, uh, <laughs> uh, rebelized republic list. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it actually has quite a lot of semblance, right? You have sort of broadside for the iron control, just like uh, Marco had Dutch. Yep. You don't really have a coordinator. Uh, no. But you got. You got the single set in the list. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, a wolf sort of takes the role of Braylon, though maybe not as well. Um, but you then you have the proton torpedo with the with the hard hit and click for the defense and stop can also pre hit pretty hard. Yep. So. Uh, and also, because we're doing all the interesting things first, worth mentioning before we go into the top four, is this little duo. So everybody was surprised. So Reine Gothberg was flying yeah. a free ship Imperial list, Darth Vader in yeah. a Defender, Malice Duke, HLC, Suntir fell with Enduring Predator and Shield Upgrade and Sienna V with Predator and a Shield Upgrade. Trip Imperial Aces. That sounds like something uh, Stepper would like. How about that? I should, by the way, for those watching and those just used to following our commentary, we usually talk about like what do they lose against, what do they win against. We don't have this data uh, in List Fortress because nobody has written a scraping robot that can get it out of um, of Longshanks yet. It is being worked on, uh, but uh, but yeah, it is crazy. And he got to top eight, uh, and I think he beat uh, he beat Rune's Rebel List 
the back the best Danish rebels in uh, in top sixteen, if I remember correctly. Oh, he is crazy. Nice, I like it. Okay, um, let's get into the top four. Yep. Do you want to start with a well-known player there at the bottom? Oh, our good friend Tobias Wallin. King of the North. King of the North. Well, I guess not anymore. <laughs> that is a lot of lists. Jesus, I'm going to bring it up on pink here. Okay, let's get a link going. He was flying. Uh, Django in the fire spray. Uh, Lone Wolf, Savage Opries, uh, Proton Bombs, Contraband, Cybernetics, uh, Slay One, Django Title, and Boba Fett's crew. And transponder codes. Yeah, there you go. False transponder codes. Uh, Grievous in the Bubble Lab, Outmaneuver, Impervium Plating, and Solus One. And Bombardment Drone, Hyena Class, uh, Proxmine, Independent Calculations, and Landing Struts. And then a couple of uh, Separatist Vultures, uh, both with Discord, Grappling Struts, and Independent Calculations. Yes. That's a five-ship list with Django Fett at the front of it. Quite some and, list. Yeah, and Grievous running away. Yes. We actually had a great game. I think it was the top 16 game for Tobias. Where yeah. we had Tobias, King of the North, facing off against Nicholas, the god himself. Ha. Nice. Because these two ended up in as 8th and ninth place in the Swiss. So they were obviously ah. faced against each other. Yeah. And Tobias won and then went on to face Marco, uh, the Finnish rebel, and beat him as well. Nice. And then he made it through to top four, where he was defeated by our number two, which we will get All to. Right. But before yep. we get there, we have the other top four, Andreas Carlson, who originally arranged the tournament, but we all decided because we were way too many on this sort of TO team. We were just like, Andreas, go play. Uh, and he did. Oh, nice. And he played Rebels, as previously mentioned. Uh, Luke Skywalker, Elusive, Instinctive Aim, Munitions, Failsafe, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. Solid. Then he had Wedge, the boy Wedge, from uh, Battle of Yavin with Marksmanship, Proton Torpedoes, and the things yeah then you had arvel in the a-wing with crackshot and predator derek clivian mr hoppy himself with elusive and mac pulse warheads okay and then an erring kraken with elusive and plasmas yeah yeah so yeah that was uh that's the top three list you folks <laughs> That is a that is a pretty solid list.
Andres uh, says there were few similar lists like this. Yeah, a few. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is he <laughs> saying? Yes, they are brothers. Not anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Oh, All right. is, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Do you want to do number two? Sure. Number two, Jakob Nielsen. And he is flying Darth Vader in the D with hate heavy heavy laser cannon and Duke. Nice. And then Vizier with Palpatine on board. Got a bumper sticker. Uh, Iden Versio with the elusive and iron cannon, and then a couple of black squadron aces. Yes. Uh, note actually that he's flying defender with hate instead of malice, like yeah. Ryan did. I think it's better with hate. I don't know. Um, maybe. So like better force regen. Voice crit generation? I don't know. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Malice is better. Yeah. And you might have heard us talk about Jakob before. He is the pink editor uh, who used to do quizzes for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, boy! And a, a proud member, of course, of Pink Squadron. I think it's the first time we ever done tournament review where we had Pink Squadrons in, in the cut. So uh, he's the one that did best. We had two others going through. My entire car was full of people who made cut. <laughs> that first night at the Airbnb, everybody was happy. I mean, I've been streaming all day, and the three others, they made cut. So That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And... Uh, in the final, uh, and Jakob was, by the way, the one that took Tobias Berlin out. Oh, In yeah. the final, we had, and perhaps with candidate for new king of the north? Um, I don't know, maybe we have too many. But we have Johan Hofweberg flying the Galactic Empire. And this list, Eucken with Agile Gunner, Vader Crew, Dauntless, ISB Slicers, and Ruthless, Ferref in the Reaver with Seven Sister, Vizier in the Reaver with Palpatine, Aiden with Elusive and Iron Cannon, and, perhaps most puzzling of all, an Obsidian Squadron Pilot. So he went for the I-2. He could have gotten the I-1 or the I-3, but he went for the I-2. Okay. Um... Anyway, is there, are there any other I2s in the list? Uh, there is Vizier, but there's also both Ferrof and Oiken I3, so what right. do I know? Um, Johan flew quite a few games. Uh, if anybody want to look at games, uh, you can take your YouTube and then you can search for Team Culex, C U L E X. Uh, and there you will find two long videos we streamed on YouTube uh, and uh, one of them is the cut the other one is, is Swiss uh, the cut is commentated and you will find that of the four rounds we had in cut it was essentially 
first Tobias versus Niklas, and then it was the three games that Johan played. Uh, and especially the final was just absolutely fantastic. The final game ends with Johan winning 18 to 17. Oh, wow. But where it, and it, they are playing uh, a song on the satellite array. So, I mean, he probably did have a little bit of a, an advantage having, you know, a large base and two medium bases versus Jakobs, who just had Vizier. So just yeah. one large base. But Johan maximized that advantage. He was so good at scoring objectives. So while Jakob, who scored 17, he scored six scenario points over the game. Oh, wow. And then he killed 11 points. He killed both Oiken and one of the Reapers. I think it was Vizier. So that's yeah. how he got to 17. The only thing Jakob lost was one of the Black Squadron Aces. <laughs> and Johan scored 16 points of scenarios. Wow. And it was, yeah, it was just crazy. And it is a fantastic final. It's like really close. And afterwards, we were thinking like, uh, I think Johan's Obsidian Squadron pilot was like somewhere off in a corner trying to K-turn. And was it like one hull? And uh, one of Jakob's Black Squadron aces had like a single modded, I don't I think it was range two. It might've been range one actually, shot into this Obsidian Squadron pilot at one hull. And it didn't do anything, that attack. That attack could have easily scored a damage, which would yeah. have killed the Obsidian, and Jakob would have won the game. But yeah. it was that kind of game. It was so, so very intense. Wait. Ending, ending the tournament on a nail-biter. That's cool. Yeah. And a lot of Imperial matchups. I mean... In top four, he, he fought uh, Andreas Carlsen. That was also a very close game. And top eight was also against like a Decimator and a Reaper and a Vader. That was bonkers. So very good tournament. Uh, yeah, shout out to everybody who was there. It was, uh, it was fantastic. And to Andreas Carlsen, of course for um yep. for arranging it very cool. nice very nice i wish i could have been there yeah i wish you could have been there too yeah but the net result was that uh we now have something like i mean at just people who were present got us to something around eight worlds invites in the nordics oh wow because these four already had so there were two more handed down um and rune already has and <coughs> blah, blah, blah. so yeah okay so we'll be represented we will i'm going Nice. I don't have an invite. I don't care. Yeah. 
I mean, whether it's some kind of last chance thing or whatever, whatever it takes. I mean, even if I can't play, then I'm still going. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the best part. Anyway, hanging out. Yeah, I mean, if you don't play, you can be drunk all day. That is a very good point. Okay. Yeah. So that's it for this evening, this episode. You got anything to add? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, me either. On to the shout outs. On to the shout outs. I'm feeling a little light tonight, so I'll just go first and I'll shout out Jesper. Fantastic. There you go. I have breaking news before my shout out. Uh, you know, when we talked about this, um, this thing uh, with uh, what was his face? Uh, DFS 081. Yeah. Uh, where the question was, what is the timing of this? Apparently, mm -hmm. uh, a response has been re at, uh, received. Okay. This response says, Thank you for your question. Unfortunately, we cannot provide rulings for unreleased content. This post will be <laughs> deleted within 24 hours. Uh, okay. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you spoiled the content yourself. I mean, why would we not rule it right away? Uh, Okay, whatever. Know. Anyway, this is, this is an, uh, an official response. This is an official response from Chris Mitchell. Uh, computer says no. Yeah, computer says no. Please ask again in two weeks. Yes. Or whenever it is. Oh, it's a little bit more than two weeks, but no. Oh, yes, this is like the second of December or something. Mm. Nah. I don't know. It's early that's, December. That's, anyway. That's three weeks. Yeah. I want to shout out everybody who, who, who was at the Nordics. I want to shout out the, the, the great team uh, that I work with uh, on the TO. Uh, Arvid for, you know, who, who was sort of main typing things into computers and doing pairings and working with Longshanks and suffering when I insisted that we do the cut in a particular way uh, that I thought was right and not just use the albeit weekly weak support that Longshanks had for, for making cuts uh, work out and do a proper bracket. Right. Uh, and generally just being annoying to him and insisting that we had to roll dice to determine round length and not just say 75 and pretend nobody knew. Um, and all that and uh, and Eric, who was there to uh, to who did most of the judge calls, uh, and of course Andreas, uh, it was uh, it was great. Um, I even came home with uh, Republic uh, top prices because you know there were too many, there were only two Republic players. Ooh. But most of all, I want to shout out my pink boys who traveled with me, and we had a blast. 
and we were in such a good mood when we arrived Friday that we even sat down four people and watched Rise of Skywalker together. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Tales of the Jedi. And the next day we caught the one guy who was too lazy to watch Andor up with it. So very, very, very good trip. Uh, thank you to Christian for putting in the car and all that. It was great. And then I'll shout out Noppy. There you go. The Noppy. And yeah. that's all, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in for those who are with us now. And we'll just call it. We will just call it. And we'll be back in two-ish weeks. Uh, yep. And by then, uh, I expect us to have pretty much the rest of Hotshot and Aces spoiled. Probably. Uh, because we're going to record like a day before release. So maybe we'll probably even have points, most likely, on our next recording for Hotshots and Aces. So expect another four factions of card reading and heavy discussion. And we can see whether we were right in our uh, guesswork, Aid. That would be uh, yeah, we, uh, we will see why we were wrong. No, we will that too. And then we will argue whether we were actually right or whether uh, the points are yeah. wrong. I mean, sure. yeah. Uh, and then maybe, oh, but only if there's time, we can talk about uh, what the best uh, uh, large base ship ever is. Yeah. But that, well, there might not be time for it because it's such a full agenda. Sure. Okay. You're giving yourself leeway. <laughs> I'm Fine. giving myself a way out. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. And especially to you, Ed. <laughs> I quite enjoy that you messed it up. So it, it's fine. Yes, I imagine you do. Anyway, good night, everybody out there. Good night, whatever everybody. Whatever time it is. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Tu